What up, this is your boy DJ EFN. You might know me as a drink champ, but first and foremost, I'm a proud father. I linked up with two of my other dad homies, Manny Digital and KGB, to start the Fatherhoods podcast. Each week, we bring you insider hip-hop stories, parenting, and advice and therapy. The saying is true, it takes a village, and we humorously serve as each other's trusted counsel in figuring out how not to screw up being a good dad. The Fatherhood Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diapers. <laughs> what the? <laughs> you look like Obi from Boys in the Hood. You look like Big U originally. All right. This, <laughs> this was supposed to be the Randall Watson wig, but this shit is way too big, bro. So you know, who? you know, com- Randy Watson, sexual chocolate from Coming to America. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on, son. So you know, it's coming out. This well, it'll be Friday. We from had now. homie, um, Michael Blackson on on Drink Chance last oh, week. Oh shit, he's in it. Yeah, uh, it was kind of fucked up because we're all talking to him and like he's like, you know, I'm in, <laughs> like nobody brought it up. <laughs> and he's like, you know, I'm in, I'm in the biggest movie about to hit the internet, Coming to America. We're like. Oh, oh shit! That's right. Yeah. That, that's crazy that you wore that today because just like before this, my wife was asking me because she was reading about that it was coming out this uh, this weekend, and she was wondering, ah, can is is the original one? So, like, can can our son watch that? Can we? Is that one? And I had I looked it up on Garcia. It hit me to the uh, IMDb. Uh, yeah, but there, there's the like the child. Like, it has a whole child area. Yeah. Where where it um tell it, yeah it, it tells you like what parts of the of the flick like it, it breaks it down real specifically like what activities and what the rating is or some shit like that so right. like if right exactly fucking or kissing or whatever like so what yeah I, i've been using that shit too since garcia mentioned it i know yeah. he doesn't remember it he's are we recording real hell yeah. yeah okay like yeah. a motherfucker so i got your reaction but but so so okay so what did you find when you looked at it coming to America, um, it had it, so it was rated R, but then it it mostly was like sexual stuff, like yeah. the the scene where he's getting washed by the women. The royal and, penis is clean, your yeah, highness. all that stuff. So my kids, all three of them, have watched this movie. It is a um, in my household, coming to America is like religion. So we watch it at a minimum once a year, but more like quarterly. And Did you forward it the any of those parts, or you just let it roll? So that's what I was going to talk about. Okay. So <laughs> when when those parts come up, they we tell them, "Yo, turn around." So they turn around. We pull the volume all the way down, and my wife and I are like playing defense, making sure they don't turn around. And if we forget to get the volume in time, my wife and I are making mad noise <laughs> if they're saying some wild shit. So that's how they've experienced the movie. Wouldn't that make them want to go back when you're not of around course. check out those parts? Of course, of course. But so far they we we lock everything down so they can't access shit right now. Um but they love the movie. Like my my four well she's 5 now. She just had a birthday this weekend. Um she she's always quoting the movie. Like anytime any music comes up that might have been in the movie or um catching catchphrases that come up like she picks up on it and she's like, Oh, coming to America. Oh, coming to America. So it's ingrained in my kids. So they're looking forward to Friday. No, I'm looking, f- I hope it, it, 
I hope it does well. Yeah, yeah, I hope it does well. It's tough, man, to to match that. That's like one mm. of those movies that you shouldn't do a sequel because it's right. so tough. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you should always. But I mean, they got the the major players of the cast, so I mean, that could that doesn't mean much, I guess. But it's a it's good not the same director, is it? No, it's the uh, I forget his name, but it's it's the guy that did Eddie Murphy's most recent joint on Netflix where he was a pimp. Oh, the uh, that one was good actually. Yeah, I like, I enjoyed that. that. The Rudy Ray Moore, the Dolomite one. Yeah, Dolomite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I enjoyed that one. So, yeah. the, so that guy did a good job. Or who, guy or girl, I don't know who it is. It was a dude. Yeah, it was a dude. Uh, so I'm pumped, bro. Like I, I ordered this wig. This is not the wig I was expecting, but I got a whole like that powder it works blue for suit. You, though. Appreciate you, bro. You know, <laughs> trying out here. I'm trying to do like it's like a hybrid Easy E with the glasses. Dominican version. Yo, tu sabes que yes. It, Yo, so, but you know, uh, you should follow my page so I can promote whatever you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> can we talk about that? Yeah, can please. We talk about that? So fucking annoying, dude. <laughs> well, the bots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every week when we're posting stuff on IG, by the way, follow us on Fatherhood's Pod. Um, uh, when E's repost any any one of us posts one of the you know clips for the episode. You get like fifty bots. Yo, promoted on such and such. Promoted on such and such. So, <laughs> so E starts replying to them. Yo, w- yo, we got Manny Digital, the best, <laughs> the best promoter in the game. Don't worry about that shit. <laughs> I just, yo, I want to know what their reaction is because they don't respond so i want to know what their reaction is it's a bot they don't even see it so somebody's gotta walk through walk by and see some shit and be like oh shit people like other people have been seeing it recently some of those comments i mean they've been like laughing at (laughs) i'd be like nah i'm already subscribed to comepinga marketing and promotions (laughs) (laughs) exactly I mean, fucking bots, bro. They fucking annoy me. Love no, me. and not just the bots. Then there's the other weird. I don't even know if these are bots, but it's like the the weird trolls that make no sense and just write all kinds of shit. But then they put a couple of words that have something to do with whatever that post is. Yeah. So like in one picture, I'm wearing a death row, a uh, uh, hoodie, and the person writes like, "Yeah, yeah, black, black, black. Yeah, you spick, spick. Yeah, black, black, black. Death row." <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and another and another one is like a drink chance supposed to like you talk shit you shit talk talk shit 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 talk talk drink up you know, like <laughs> and but they do it like they did it like you know they spam you it's like a, yeah. a hundred posts and i'm like oh my god <laughs> oh god the internet yeah the fucking internet um, Kay, you sent us an article today, and I haven't read through it. Can you give us some cliff notes? Because I know Ed hasn't looked at it. Which, which one? The the baby beer bong or the resiliency? Oh, there was the, another one. The resiliency. Baby, baby beer bong. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll that was a with video. That. We'll oh, that, that was a video. Yeah, yeah. That was a yeah, video. About, I've seen uh, that. I've seen one of those. I don't know if it's the same video. About the dad who was stressing because the his pediatrician said this his his kid was underweight. Mm. And so he thought to himself, like, wow, well, I, I used to beer bong back in school to, and I would gain mad weight. So he created a contraption where it's like the funnel with the tube and then it's got a nipple at the end. Right. And he's pouring mad formula <laughs> in the 
Talk about wanting to relive your college days, bro. And then, like, and then the base thinking that like the baby will will eat a lot that way and gain more weight for the next uh, doctor's visit. Doctor, yeah. It's it's apparently like he made like apparently he made a, a TikTok video out of it, and so I think that of course he did. I think the headline was: Is this father a genius, or is he going to get arrested? Something like that. Right. If it's not on social media, it's not real. It didn't yeah. exist. Yeah, there's so, a lot of people no, that believe that, so don't, don't keep real. perpetuating that. that. Yeah, no. uh, but then the other one was resiliency about right. how to um, instill resiliency in your kids. And for those that are wondering about resiliency, it's just how do you bounce back? How do you from from something that's tough? From adversity, yeah, yeah. Um, I did a quick skim on it. I don't have the full cliff notes on it, but one thing that did when I was looking at it and reading part of it that I thought was kind of interesting was it, it started talking about parents and, and like, I guess what we have in mind for our kids, like the kind of hit list or wish list that we want our kids to be when they become adults. Mm. And that's, it's kind of like the, from talking about, we want our kids to be, kind we want them to be uh have a strong work ethic we want them to be x y and z it's almost like it's almost like you know some parents will have thoughts well i want my kid to be a ball player i want my kid to be a doctor but this is more of like what are the what are the what are the wish lists that that parents have that they actually want their kids to be as a person Mm. And, and have you guys thought much about that like in terms of like tailoring your parenting and the stuff that you're trying to teach your kids about, you know, I, I want my kid to be, have a strong work ethic, or I want my kid to be X, Y, and Z. Have you, have you laid that out and kind of a, as a list like in a your strategy head? to create yeah. a perfect person? Not yeah. Perfect, or, but or, or at least, or not perfect, but at least your, perf- like, your, these, your are, ideal. these are specific, these are specific values or specific things that I'm going to steer my kid towards. I mean, I think that, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think any parent wouldn't think that they want to instill certain values in their kids. Yeah, but have you? Like, you don't want a free for all, right? But know, have you thought about it? Like, have you organized it? it? Like an organized thought of like, all right, I'm. I'm I, these are the important things that I want. Because I, when I was reading that, I'm like, well, I know, I know, we are doing that kind of stuff for our son and thinking about that kind of, but I don't know if I've ever thought about it in like an organized fashion of like, these are the kind of, you know, these are the the hit list of items that I got to make sure that I'm instilling in him. So is it the instilling part or is it like things that you do like a strategy in their day to day that you're going to, that you know, that are chipping away at, you know, kind of steering them in a direction. It's like, it's like like setting goals, right? Like, have you, thought about it deep enough where you're like all right these are the five things that we we got to make sure that our kids have as far as values go it, within them and here's the plan to try to get them you know, i think the plan them. is what's like other than just reinforcing these ideas every day to them you know and and obviously as they grow older they understand more but if they hear it often enough from the young age they you know it kind of yeah. like sinks in but and, and sorry if this is going to sidetrack a little bit but it's in the same vein 
in what you're saying, I I was telling my girl the other day we were watching. She loves watching like these murder mysteries and my wife too, things, like real life shit, you know. And I'm just mm. like, and a lot of it with kids, bro. And I'm like, uh. I don't want to watch this shit, dude. Like, I don't want to think about any of this shit. But in that, in watching some of that stuff, I said to myself, like I was thinking about the person committing these crimes, right? And I was like, you know, often you hear about someone that becomes like a murderer or a serial rapist or something. And they come from like a really good home mm-hmm. where like the parents never would have thought yeah. that their kid would have become that person or the neighbors or the friends or the family. So I was saying, could you imagine like, like, how does that happen? How does a kid, you know, and if this goes with what you're saying, like you, you put all this stock into like trying to create the best human being possible and instill these values that you hope they, they stick with them. How does that person that kid develop into like this monster potentially you know yeah it's a tough question i mean and then what do you do as a parent yeah because she was saying it's tough because the parent's gonna love the kid no matter what the person because that was their kid no matter what heinous crime they did i do feel for some people and, and there'd be a lot of people that would argue against that but i do think that there are some people that are just born and they've got some of these traits in them the devil yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the devil trait but you like, know what's what's interesting about that like i mean what do you guys think about that you think that's or you think no, it's no, something no, they no. they learn i I, I, no, think, I agree i agree with you i think it's innate in somebody that it's like it's like i don't want to say like but it's like a lot of other things in life where people are something you know from birth mm-hmm. yeah but you know i think some people are just yeah that's in them but i i think too trauma neglect those things i think play a big role in sparking that you know that direction that right. they take but but i'm not talking about that though mm. i'm not talking about anybody that potentially had trauma just talking about someone who came from what we the, the family is the perfect home trying, oh right? okay because you know, i'm thinking when you family. when you were saying that i'm thinking the menendez brothers no no i'm of course there's that to me is you can make sense of that okay Someone that comes from trauma, it's suppressed, you know, maybe maybe their young adulthood seems more normal, but there was something in their deep childhood that was traumatic. all fucked up. Yeah. I'm not talking about I'm talking about just normal, you know, they had good parents that instilled good values in them and they just went off the track. Now, again, I'm gonna sidetrack one more time. So two sidetracks. Yeah. Same vein though, because this is something I want remember I told you guys I wanted to bring something up and I never got to yeah, it. Two episodes. Episode? Yeah. Yeah. So and this is gonna go a little bit wild, but just let it out, bro. We're here for you. So you know how you say you're born like that, right? Could potentially someone yeah. could be born with that inside them or whatever. Um, do you believe? In and aliens. I'll say for a reason. Do you believe in reincarnation? Yes. Either of you? I, I think I, it's. I think it could be possible. I can't discount it. There's a part of me that believes in it, and there's a part of me that just doesn't know. So there's this show on Netflix. You know, I'm big with. Netflix random shows. shows to watch uh it's about i forget what it's called it's it, it's like the science of death or something yeah. having to do around death it's it's a new it's a newer netflix series really good each episode covers different things having to do with death and there's a whole episode about about reincarnation and kids and it's mad interesting and mad freaky at the same time because in the, they follow real life kids in modern day mm-hmm. where they've identified that these kids with real good, like, like scientific, you know, 
proof applications or proof or whatever on that they they potentially could be this reincarnated person that's in like our lifetime. Oh, not like 1800s and then yeah, not like I was Genghis Khan, you know. Well, I can't prove that shit, you know. Right, right, right. So they actually have like this kid who's like, like okay, one example. There's this one kid, white kid. Turns out that they they figured out. He was saying that he like he was having nightmares as a baby and the mom and he was saying very specific things. And turns out he was a black kid that was murdered. Hmm. And they actually found the story. Like he said a name and the name, the mom like went crazy and they researched and they found a name of a kid that was murdered. Boom. Bam. That's one. Another one was another kid having nightmares, talking about crashing. He's like one, two years old. He's talking about crashing and being in a small space and something's wrong. Then he starts talking about like military flying, World War II type stuff. He's a little kid. The dad starts researching stuff. And of of course, you'd have to watch in more details. But turns out he names a name and names a place. And it turns it's it's a place in, in during World War II, during the fight with the Japan. And and turns out he's a pilot that got that the only pilot that died in this one battle, and they tracked down the guy's sister who was still alive, mm. and introduced the kid to the sister and said potentially this could be your brother. That's wow. wild shit. <laughs> so my question, circling back around to all of this, is a would would you believe that? And you know what can that mean if it's true? And two, if you are reincarnated, would you bring like you know some kind of trauma from a past life which it seems like these kids have it and and just to put a cap on it they say that after six years old in in the research in this series after six years old usually the the kid and the person they kind of like they forget the past life they say six is the cap where uh, apparently in in uh as kids grow up six years old is where they start to lose all their childhood memories like the like the toddler memories right Mm. And so that makes with, sense. with the loss of those memories, they lose the past life and they basically like take on the new life if they if they had a past life. Interesting. I don't I don't. It sounds wild. Right. And people listening to this are going to be like, where the fuck did this guy just go? But like, I don't none of that shit surprises me. Like, I would not be surprised if I came across some shit like that and I would believe it because so, just some of the shit that I've witnessed with family and other shit like that's like, okay, yeah, I could see how that would fit in the world that I've lived, you know? Spirituality and how all these different things intersect, I believe it's real. I, th- I think there's also people that are taking full advantage of it and trying to make it, you know, this For sure. other shit. Well, the other proof that they did that was pretty crazy in the, in the, in the series that they show the kid, remember the, told you, the little white kid who said he got murdered in a past life? They sh- they brought the, the researcher from a university. He got he found the crime scene, found the people, the family that he claims to be, got pictures of playgrounds, places, homes, mothers, fathers, grandparents of that kid, plus others showed it to the kid, and the kid was 100% on point. Wow. When he when they showed him various people, wow. he picked the mom, he picked the playground he played at, he picked everything. So it was like a, like a test, and he, he passed. Yeah, and he spoke very, like, and he didn't hesitate, and they show you, and he's like, where did you live? He goes right there. Who's your mom? That's my other mommy. You know, any points. And this was a little kid. You're saying under six. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And wow. and it, and it, you never saw that movie about the Dalai Lama. Like it was like a modern movie where the Dalai Lama was an American kid, like reincarnated. Nah. And then they ended up being like they bring like you know the, how the Dalai Lama is picked right for yeah. for Tibet. Yeah, right? fine. That you're the kid who's going to be the next the reincarnate. Re- yeah, yeah. So when the Dalai Lama dies, they go on a search. And then in this movie, it was like an American. Like they they pick a bunch of people that are potentially the Dalai Lama, bring them all together, and they run tests until they find the one. And the 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 American kid ended up not being the one mm. or picked. But uh, it's interesting because I was always looking at that like that's crazy, but. Based on this series now, I'm like, that makes a lot of fucking sense now. They're, they're the ones that know the trick. They know the test to, to give people. To this out. is ancient for them. Like, yo, yeah. yeah, we looking for the Dalai Lama again. What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, you ain't up on game? Let me put you up yeah. on game. And it would make sense because the Dalai Lama is so spiritually enlightened that he would like, he, like he wouldn't reincarnate automatically. Right. Like, you know, some people might not make it. If you believe in like the different Buddhist things, you have to go different levels or whatever, whatever. That was a little bit too deep for me. I wasn't expecting all that. <laughs> deeper than rap. <laughs> deeper than rap. Not deeper than that hairstyle you got there. So glow. So that, so to take it back to the original story. No, 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 no. It I'm all it, it all comes back together. So I mean, I guess do you guys have um do you guys have lit like a handful of things that you're that you're super cognizant about of like, Hey, I gotta, I gotta make sure that I'm teaching my kids to have like these five values or these 10 values. Do you guys, are you mindful of that? I I am. Yeah, me too. But, but it's not organized in a plan, but now that we're talking about it, right. Right. Same here. Same here. Yeah. It's, it's like, you know, for me, it's, um, you can define this any way, but I have specifics. So be a good person, which for me means, don't be a fucking liar. Be accountable and be responsible. Like that to me embodies a good person. And then uh it's it have confidence, right? Building up their confidence so that yeah. they they can walk this world, you know, with their head held high. And then finally it's like how it's really difficult to do for me, but like teach them empathy so that, you know, they can't they they don't necessarily take every situation for granted or or just ignore every situation because especially now everything is so desensitized with all the shit that's coming at us. I, I want them to stop and think certain situations like put yourself in those shoes and how would you feel? Unfortunately, a lot of them are negative because I want I want them to feel not that I want them to feel pain, but I want them to understand what that person or family or whatever is going through. Yeah. So I'd say those are like my keys that I kind of focus on. And I would add to that for me, like all of that is the same for me and, and humility. Like I want them to have equal confidence, equal humility with that so that they don't abuse, you know, the the, the confidence that they might have. Mm. Yeah, no, I would, I would agree with all that. I'd, I also add in like grit, having grit to be so that you're not, you know, you're not a bully, but at the same time you are able to just handle what comes at you. That's a and, good word, K, grit. And it's short the, too. The word of the day, grit. We should get a tattoo on our foreheads, all of us. We, that that <laughs> that word came into play. There's a book called The Playbook. This author named Kwame Alexander. Damn, how do you like, always remember the author? Yo, this bro? guy's the book club. Bro. <laughs> yo, <laughs> Oprah fucking Winfrey. God damn, K's book club. 
Yo, Reading is fundamental new, around here. The new Dog here. Pound book though, there you in go. stores now. But you're okay. not going to read it. You're not going to read it, bro. It's got a lot of pictures, bro. <laughs> and it's signed. And it's signed by the Dog Pound. Let's go. So Wait, it's a the book playbook. club K. Yeah, so so this book is my one of my son's favorite books, and we read this one as one of these like nighttime reads that we've read over and over and over again. But it's um it's basketball based, Manny. So you I'm in. you would dig it. Um, he was a former player and Qu- tennis Qu- player and basketball player. Kwam Kwame Brown. Kwame Alexander. Alexander. Okay. Yeah, but the whole book is kind of broken up in different like references with with basketball and sports and, and how you work um, solo and as a team and all this different stuff. But one of the, one of like the, the chapters is about grit and, and it gives you like, it gives you snapshots of other people and some of the stuff that they went through um, to kind of demonstrate like, Hey, this person had had it super rough and was able to get through it. You know, these are the things that you want to look for and, and uh, strive for. It's funny when when my son was having um, like last year when when he was I was talking to you guys about he was having trouble sleeping and having getting anxious and some anxiety and stress and everything. That was the book that like we were reading every single night that for whatever reason, that book calmed him down and made him feel like he could control whatever he was feeling. Nice. I love it. You got to we got to make sure we. uh put post that on the ig and put it in the description i got yeah. it i'm gonna promote it with uh Comabinga records <laughs> you're a dick <laughs> maybe not <laughs> what a dick dude it uh, goes with the with the wig <laughs> um so wait how long is this book like you spent like an hour reading or is it like one of those short reads mm, you could... or do you read the whole thing every night no no I mean, I'm trying to think. Definitely spent. I mean, there were some nights where I could almost read the whole damn. I mean, I was reading to him for an hour or more because he couldn't fall asleep. Um, but yeah, it's 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 more. It's probably like a couple days, two two or three days. You, and you it's a children's it book. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right, I got to check that out. Yeah, but it's like, a, but it's not a, it's not a. It's a children's book, but it's not like little kid. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's for your son's age bracket. Like you're talking about like five to like 10. Well, maybe five and up. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to check that out. But talking about like managing feelings, um, my five-year-old has been, I'd say for a better part of like six months or so, we've noticed that she says this. So she'll get upset, right? And then she'll say, like, we'll check her. We'll be like, chill out, because you're starting to you're starting to act like a brat. And she'll be like, but my body's so angry. I can't control it. My my body's so mad. And and we're like, what? Like, first we started like freaking out a little bit because we're like, yo, what's like? Are you possessed? Like, what's going on? And then it's actually we- good. Well, in my mind that she's saying, I mean, they actually said something in that article that I didn't finish reading, but it was saying about teaching your kids how to be able to express how they're feeling. So it's like she's telling you that her that her body is wound up and she's right. like feeling a certain way and she's able to express it. That's a way to teach them, you know, how to be resilient. 
because they're already aware that they're feeling a certain way. Yeah. So the, what I failed to mention is most of the time it comes after she beats the shit out of one of her brothers or sister. <laughs> so, well, beats the shit. She hits them. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so we're trying to stop that from happening because she's being abusive and we teach the other two, you can't do that shit. So she shouldn't be able to do it. Right. But, but we, but she, to be fair, like she also does, you know, we catch her acting out and then that's what she goes to. And she's like, she has a moment of, to uh, analyze and then that's what she'll say so we try to work through it with her like we start asking her questions we're trying to say all right why do you feel like that what's going on and a lot of times we don't get anywhere but it kind of like we don't get many answers but it does like you know calm she's her four down. right she's now five she just turned five this weekend because yeah because i'm having an issue with my daughter too but she just goes nuts like ah like ballistic and i try to be like what's what's wrong what are you feeling with it but there's no answers there. No, uh, and that that's it's frustrating. It was frustrating for me too. But I noticed that just the asking of the questions, even though she wasn't responding, eventually led to her like you know climbing off the ledge and chilling right. a little bit. But it was frustrating in the moment because like I'm getting more aggressive because she's not answering the questions. But that's the wrong approach. It's almost like you gotta you really gotta backpedal your ass the whole way. And like go as soft as possible, even though it's frustrating because you're not getting answers. But that seemed, that that was the trend for us anyway. So it was uh, but but she's also a con artist, so <laughs> it's really hard to tell. Like, <laughs> is it just an excuse to try to get away from like hitting her sibling, and then making it seem like it? You know how people go to court and they're like they plead insanity to try to get right. off. That's almost like how she tries to maneuver sometimes, but we. It's hard for us to like in the moment like judge. So we lean toward benefit of the doubt because we don't want to be absent in a time of need versus judging her and trying to figure out whether or not she's playing the game. But at the end of it, sometimes she is playing the game. And then she'll come back and be like, like, I got you. So it's fucking five-year-old shit. Fucking kids, bro. These kids, man, they wild. Word. So what are you dressing up for this this week, guys? For coming to America too? Nothing. Nothing. You guys are fucking lame. All you buddy. Yeah. Lame as shit. Live live vicariously through you, man. I gotta I gotta go uh look at my friend list again and, and figure shit out I wanna see the video of you singing like homie. Done. I'll get you I'll get you. You gotta you. sing sexual chocolate. Is it, did they have a song or is that just the group? That's the the group's name, but okay, they have some songs. I mean, like a bar. Sign up for our Patreon, and then Manny will give you the the behind. We the have scenes. a Patreon. The B sides. No, we don't. We might have to after <laughs> after that That's announcement the kind of shit that you get. <laughs> <laughs> Manny will consult you with the wig on. <laughs> what is that shit? Manny wig. Is it camp cameo? Is that that shit that? Cameo, 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 Not cameo, cameo. No, that that'd be dope. I like, still, I be get, I get um requests and I just don't do it and then it expires. That's why like, that shit is weird to me, man. You're weird. No, that shit's weird. People love people, you. Like people post, like artists will post like the shout outs they get from the art, you know, but make it seem like, oh man, I appreciate life. Thank you, man, for so and so. And I'm like, thank you for what? You just pay for that shit, bro. That's just not genuine. That person doesn't know what the <laughs> fuck you do. Thank you for what? 
Yo, but but it, 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 it's and it ties back to kind of the the virtues or the values that we want our kids to have, right? Like, there's such an emptiness in society, and like you show us examples all the time, e, like of of shit that you randomly <laughs> of get the emptiness emptiness in society. Yeah, yo, it's <laughs> it's fu- it's funny it's funny to see, but yo, there's something deep in there. Like people need even if it's even if they're paying for it, even if they right. know it's not genuine or organic. Or, or earned, they still right. want that praise or whatever have you. But you know, I don't how know. do I show that to you all the time? No, through the no, no, no. I'm saying you show examples of people sending oh. you stuff. Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, no, you're a piece of shit, bro. Like, forget it. Like, like I like, and I don't want to throw this dude under the bus. Like, some dude sent uh, gear. Like, people send us want to send us products and merchandise all the time, and yeah. and I'm grateful. Like, that's dope to be in a position where people want to send you stuff. Yeah. But but if you don't ask for it, and they're kind of soliciting you and trying to get it to you, there's, there's without, a catch. without any other, you know. So what I do is when people say, "Hey, I'd like to send you stuff," rather than just shut them down, because honestly, I don't. Most of the time, I don't really want or like the stuff, to be honest. Yeah. Um. But at the same token, I know that that communication and you sending might be that little extra oomph to keep you going and and keep moving and you right. know because I know what it is. You know, I, I've, I'm. I'm you, you know, I'm, I'm that person. So they'll send it. And most of the time, if I have the chance, which I usually do, I at least post that I received it and, and you know, and I tagged them and, and usually they're very happy. But recently one dude was like, he just kept pushing. I was like, yo man, I can't wait to see, see, see it on drink chance, man. Yo, I can't wait. I can't wait to see it on drink. And I'm just like, I'm like, oh man, I was like, yo man, uh, that wasn't promise. Uh, you know, that's, it, it may, it may not. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? This is, usually people pay us for product placement and stuff like that. Like it's a business. Like, you know, and it's just like, Oh man, like why do I even have to have this conversation with people? <laughs> I mean, you, you're, you're a good person for even like making an effort because it's, that's really tough. Like I, I always look at a celebrity or somebody that has, you know, a platform like, like drink champs. And I'm always like, it's gotta be tough. Cause you're getting so many requests right all over the fucking place. And if you're a halfway decent person, like that weighs on you because you feel a certain sense of responsibility to some degree to do right by your fans, right? Whatever that is. Sometimes the requests are just so outrageous or inconvenient that it puts you in this corner, right? And then what do you do? But there's a lot of people that just ignore it. You just turn it off and you don't have to even deal with it, but you choose not to. I just revert back to the grind, you know, of, of, of just, you know, the mixtape grind or doing everything independent, whatever. And I just try to put myself in people's positions. But what sucks is when they prove me like they, like, I feel like it was a mistake to even engage them because then they act, you know, weird and mm-hmm. make things awkward and put you in awkward positions and act you, ask you stupid questions. And I'm just like, yo man, don't these people have some kind of common sense on how to like interact with people. And then there's also the thing where it's like, some people don't even really care about who they're engaging with. They just look at, oh, this person has some kind of notoriety. I don't even know anything about this person. Hopefully they 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 mess with me in some kind of way. Yeah. But you realize that it's like an empty engagement. Like they don't know anything about you. They're kind of uh clout chasing in a sense. Mm-hmm. And it's just like like that sucks. But I try not to get jaded by that because I feel like, you know, out of 10 people that hit me up, you know, if I could be helpful or inspire someone to keep it moving two people out of those 10 and it's all worth it but 
it's just there's some weird characters out there, man, that just make it hard. So we can add that to the list of teaching our kids some common sense, how yeah, to deal with people. Don't be a social media weirdo stalker. There you go. <laughs> I'm having this problem where I and this is tough because I don't want to shit on my my teenagers kind of journey through life. Right. But like she's she's really taken by the media. Right. Like she spent a lot of time on TikTok and she takes most of it as gospel. And I got to like rein that in a lot of times and be like, yo, let's let's have a, a sensible conversation about what it is that you believe this means and how real the portrayal of it is. And because it's usually like somebody doing something lavish or pretending to do something that's, you know, could have been doctored up or whatever or saying something that's factually incorrect. And and I have to walk her through it. And so I'm always like the she doesn't take it like I'm the bad guy, but I feel like I'm the bad guy because I'm like the, well, this is this is wrong because of this. And I'm not doing it to to be right. I'm doing it so that she sees the real perspective or or at least a different perspective on what she's consuming on social media so that she at least has a reference point to compare and then hopefully make her own judgment based on the two reference points. But it's but I'm always like the I try not to be like dictatorial about it. You can't take me serious. You can't take me serious. You're you're basically just gonna have to take whatever message you're trying to get across to her, and then and then get and then find like someone that that she looks up to as a mentor or some kind of you know like whether it's a coach or an older friend and tell them to tell her that and then she'll be like oh okay but that's a weirdo move too it's like hey hey come here hey why don't you tell my daughter this i know you believe it too <laughs> well, but it's I, hard I, man I, I find with like because so my son we've been you know he's got a, like a basketball coach and he's got some other like coaches that, that he's working with on things and he's pretty good about listening to us and you know but again it's like after a while it's like all right mom and dad you know you're, t- yeah. you're, you're telling me over and over again but then when he luckily the coaches that he's around they're feeding him the same kind of message and so when they start to tell it then it it further resonates with him like oh okay coach so-and-so said this oh this is the same thing you guys were saying so it helps like make it seem like we're just not fucking talking talking shit you're off all the time yeah exactly yeah. no it, those definitely have been the biggest moments of clarity like basketball in particular, actually, because in her case, she also you know has her coaches, and then yeah, that's been kind of where she, it's funny. Like many times, her coach might have shouted something or pulled her to the side and explained something to her that like a life lesson, right? Not necessarily yeah. practical basketball stuff. And then she, I'll hear it; she'll turn to me and be like, with her jaw on the floor, and I'll just be like, "Told you." <laughs> So yeah, those it's it's definitely that's the I mean it's it's a it's a battle that I don't think we're gonna win very often. But if we have these outside influences corroborating our story, it's gonna make make it easier. Yeah. You guys believe in karma? Yeah, I saw her yeah. yesterday. As a matter of fact, she's pretty. She's good. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> yes, I de- I definitely do. Like, is this something that you would try to teach your kids? Like a belief, the belief in karma, and that that you know do on you know the golden rule basically yeah definitely but i also think that there's different versions of it how so what do you mean 
Not like well, the black I mean, and white I mean, version? Yeah, I mean, in like, you know, if you do something wrong and something later on down the line, there's going to be some like tangible bad thing that happens to you, right? But then there's a lot of folks that teach a different method of karma is like you do something there could be a lot of other repercussions that are due to that that you're not really aware of so like if you are lying or something but then you're walking around with the guilt and the paranoia from the lie like that's yeah that's the karma not necessarily some bad things you know you're gonna get hit by a car tomorrow or something like that but it's you know, you're living with the repercussions from the actions that you're doing, um, but you're kind of unaware that, oh, shit, this is causing me stress in my life. Right. Yeah, I, I've thought, I haven't thought about it that way, but that's real. I mean, I think I, I believe in all that form of karma. Like, I believe in that, and I believe that, yeah, potentially some yeah. fucked up shit could happen to you down the line. If, yeah, you know. I think it's all all part of it, but, you know, there's like some like real there could be some real quick karmic action to something that you do just by you walking around with feeling negative because you just did something negative yo did you just say karmic damn yeah, son so he's it's hitting gr- us with words grit, grit and karmic <laughs> Pull, i'm pulling out the vocabulary today damn son <laughs> Shit, um, i just got smarter today go, going back to the the cameo thing you mentioned uh, you made me think of charlie doing a a, a parent hack What's he uh, he went to to cameo and got people to do shout outs to his daughter, like for her birthday or mm-hmm. for special. Like if she did, got a good grade in school, and she doesn't know anything about cameo, so he's like, "Oh yeah, that's my buddy. I told oh, him to do it for you." Nice. You know, like pop stars or anybody yeah. that she's into. <laughs> and so that's that's pretty funny. I think that's a funny parent hack right there. That is, that's a good one. I, Until I, they find out that you paid for that. Right. <laughs> It crossed my mind. By the way, Charlie is a Crazy Hood affiliate. Actually, Charlie no, he's, Skins, he's, aka Two Gats. I, I said affiliate. He <laughs> Two Gats. <laughs> no, he's not Crazy Hood. He's Crazy Hood. That's what I'm saying. He's Crazy Hood. Hood. Um, two Gats. Where'd that come from? Because that's him, him. Him having two Gats all the time. Kind of a lie. There's like 15. No, no, in his house. But on <laughs> oh, him, he on used him. to carry two gats sometimes. And we were like, guy. You know, like, it was so exaggerated. We're like, all right, Charlie, two gats. Charlie had a tow missile. I don't know if you know what that is. No. Is that a sex and, toy? And I could say this because, it, I mean, he doesn't yeah. have it anymore. And it didn't It wasn't. It didn't have a lot of ammunition. It, it wasn't functional. But he was in the military, and he took the tow. The tow is the anti-tank. Mm. Oh. Basically, bazooka. Basically. Oh, I thought it was little. See, I thought it was really something you put on your toe on some like camouflage shit. No, no, I was like, that's weird. No, damn. But, yeah, so so two gats plus a bazooka. <laughs> and on that's, that note, that's old Charlie. That's old Charlie. He's I gotta go. <laughs> and on that note, parenting. <laughs> right, He's y'all. a great parent, guys. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> Beats. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be your father to your child. Be your father to your child.